Do you have what it takes? Could you land that job? Could you accelerate your career as a C-level executive? Or could you even build the next big startup? At Halt International Business School, we give you what it takes through practical business skills. Uh, epic voice guy. Aren't we laying it on a bit too thick? Yeah, that's the point. Also, your audience doesn't even know what this is. Right. Hey everybody, welcome to Experience Halt. I'm your host, Tabo. Join me in learning all about how the Halt alumni took that next step. Thanks so much for tuning in. Buckle up. This is Experience Halt. This week, we have Dr. Natalie Bitature. She studied the Masters of Social Entrepreneurship from the San Francisco campus in 2016. Dr. Bitature is currently the Chief of Staff at the Simba Group and she also founded Musana Karts. Dr. Bitature has a plethora of accomplishments. She's been listed on Forbes 30 Under 30, Africa's Top 5 Women Innovators and she is a Halt Prize finalist. And that's just to name a few. Let's see how that conversation went. Good afternoon, Natalie. Afternoon. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Very, very excited. Uh, this has been something that I've been looking forward to uh, for a couple of days now. So uh, I'm glad we get to have um, this conversation. Um, this is going to be a bit of a moot question, but I, I, and I really, really doubt that this this is but is this your first podcast or have you done a whole bunch at this point <laughs> it's not my first one <laughs> no i figured i figured but hey you know you, you never know but yeah welcome mm. to the uh experience Hall podcast and uh, like i said very very excited that we get to do this um thank you for having me podcasts are so popular these days i'm really happy that halt has one as well yeah, no, definitely. It is it is the wave um, at the moment. So I guess let's start with a brief intro in terms of, you know, who who is Natalie? What are you doing at the moment? Um, you know, just so that the, the listeners can understand. Sure. So I'm Natalie Bititure. I'm Ugandan. I'm currently the chief of staff for Simba Group of Companies, which is my family owned business. Mm-hmm. It's about 30 years old. Um, and we work across telecom, hospitality, real estate, and energy. I'm also the founder of Musana Carts and Her. Musana Carts is a company I actually started while I was at Halt, and we make solar-powered street food vending carts. We nice. provide training in health and sanitation and marketing and customer service and financial literacy to all the street vendors who work with us. And with Her, that is an online platform for women's empowerment that I started two years ago. And with her, I provide articles, videos, workshops, courses. We come together as a community and I help teach African women about business and career development. Wow. Okay. That's, that's fantastic. Absolutely amazing. Um, so in terms of obviously one thing that we're going we're, we're, we're gonna to focus on uh, in terms of you, obviously your um, extensive profile would be your experience with HALT. 
you are a graduate of the, um, the Masters of Science and Social Entrepreneurship, um, which is obviously a very, very unique program. Um, and um, I wanted to find out a little bit more about your experience, but let's let's start at the at the beginning. How did you even get caught up with all of this? With you know, uh, how did you find halt? You know, mm. how did you get to the point of actually even attending um, the school? If you still remember. <laughs> <laughs> It was only a few years ago. Um, I really loved Halt. I don't remember where. Actually, I remember. Now, mm. I went to a business school fair in London with my dad because I had had the struggle with my parents for my undergraduate. I wanted to do education and they wanted me to do business. So I did a mm. dual honors degree. But the compromise, my dad said I had to get an MBA. So as soon as I graduated, he took me to this fair for business schools in London. Mm -hmm. And I remember at the Halt desk, I actually remember the lady, she had really curly hair. She was so nice. <laughs> and I loved how Halt was different because they had the different campuses. And mm -hmm. I thought that was really cool. And you didn't have to be at only one campus. And I was like, oh, that's, that would be fun, you know, to mm -hmm. live in different places. And then later, I moved back to Uganda from England where I'd done my undergrad and started working. But then... I wanted to study social business. Mm -hmm. So I was doing research about doing a master's in social business specifically, not just a general MBA, which I thought would be useful, but I already worked in business and I come from like a business household and I thought social business was more interesting. I love the impact side of it. So when I was doing my research, there were not many places offering social business. And when I saw HALT, I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. Mm -hmm. I can go to that school that I thought was cool and do my degree in social business. So it worked out really well. Okay. All right. And in terms of your, your the the your campus, talk to me a little bit about you know how was that transition for you in terms of getting to campus, getting to know your city. Um, you know what were some of the standouts that really made that experience for you? Oh, I loved San Francisco. It was so amazing living there. Um, I did most of my time in San Francisco, and then I rotated to Boston for the last module. Mm -hmm. Um, I also loved Boston. That's such a beautiful campus and such a nice city, especially in the summer. I was lucky. San yeah. Francisco was amazing. I had been to America before, like on holiday or for work, but I'd never lived there. So that mm. transition was a bit trickier. I think going to school in Europe and living in, in Uganda, we have like British standards for everything and British systems. Yeah. So adjusting to American stuff was tricky. But San Francisco was such a cool city to live in. The weather is amazing. The opportunities I think in the first month, I was so excited by all the conferences. And I was like, oh my mm. God, there's a conferences. Oh my God, on this one, on this one, on this one. And <laughs> me and my classmates would go for conferences after school every day. And then we quickly realized there's conferences every week in San Francisco. <laughs> it's not special. <laughs> we were so excited. And we're like, we have to pace ourselves. This is too much. Mm. But it's such mm. a cool city full of opportunity. And I think being doing social business, we had such an amazing like plethora of guest lecturers, guest speakers, um, different kinds of events we could attend, meetups, visits. There's just so much going on in the social business space with different kinds of modern companies, the way they do things. And also living in California, generally people are so much more aware about like climate change and like yeah. progressiveness. So it was a really wonderful place to live. Okay. No, that's that that that's that's uh, that's absolutely fantastic feedback. But then, in terms of the academic side of things, uh, what is at its core? What is what is social entrepreneurship? What is that all about? 
So social entrepreneurship is about a triple bottom line. In business, we're always taught about profit. But with social entrepreneurship, you need to be making a positive impact, not just on your own profits, but on the people and the planet. So it's about making a positive impact in the communities you work in. And the goal of the business should not only be profit. It should be a business that is solving problems and changing the way things are being done. So it's a very innovative approach and it's very more, much more human centric and planet centric. So you should not be doing any kind of harm as a business when you're a social entrepreneur. And it's something that's relatively new. But it was so exciting to focus on this just as one specific area and study it. And from an academic point of view, I loved what HALT did because they had all these other professors who teach like MBAs and they had them make this specific course for us. So you still get all the technical skills and the like hard science side of it, but you're using case studies about social companies or you're getting the right kinds of guest speakers. You're seeing development economics or the different ways finance is different for a social business than from a regular business. So it was very specific and I really, really enjoyed that. Okay. And then in terms of your, uh, you mentioned something, you know, about the teaching and your, and, and your professors, what was something that stood out to you when it came to, you know, uh, the way your professors went about the teaching? In America, there is this thing called cold calls in class that I was just not ready for. <laughs> Luckily, I'm an extrovert, so I didn't struggle too much. Mm-hmm. But it really keeps you on your toes and you have to like be prepared. The workload is a lot. Like you have to really do all your readings and then also yeah. working in teams. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. That was one of the hardest things, but also I think one of the most valuable. I'd, I think I'm not a difficult person, but I was on several teams where we had very difficult people. <laughs> so we had to have um, like... There's leadership training and leadership coaching that was part of it. So mm. when your team is having troubles, you'd sort of sit down for like a family therapy session <laughs> and like learning how to deal with different personalities, especially when two people on your team clash and mm. all your grades are tied together. So it's there's no lone wolf in business school. Like you have to do everything together and make sure your team is cohesive and you're working. It's not like an undergrad where they're like projects as a team and like they're slackers and like the overachievers. Yeah. But here everyone has to com- like contribute and everyone has to be heard and be part of it. And that was so difficult. Like I think I just like I'm a peaceful person. <laughs> I like everyone <laughs> to get along and just seeing how some people reacted was so interesting but also the skills that we learned being coached through that i think have really impacted me as a leader now so now when i'm working in my job i have hundreds of people i'm responsible for and Mm. usually it's only when there's problems that i'm called in so when there's a difficult manager there's a difficult challenge i'm so grateful that i had the experience of how to handle different situations and how people are so different because it's people that run organizations and businesses and it's people that you have to be able to handle and deal with and empathize with and understand. So I think that was very, very helpful. Okay, fantastic. And, and, and again, what you're sharing in terms of, you know, that, uh, you know, the group dynamics, you know, I, uh, you know, you can't speak about that enough because it is very, very, uh, a very, very big cornerstone of the program in terms of how much group work that you, that you, that you do. And you realize, like you said, you, you thought, you know, you're an easy to get along with person and then you get there and you're like, oh, wow. You know, there's all of these different dynamics with people from a bunch of different countries. Um, and, and speaking of, of, you know, the different countries, how diverse was your, 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 your cohort? Was it what you expected or did you feel like, whoa, this is actually a lot? Um, I think I expected it because it's HALT. 
Like it's one mm-hmm. of the things they advertised, but it was really, really cool. Like once you're living it, there's hundreds of countries like on campus every day and the San Francisco campus is small. So you mm. sort of get to know everyone, even the other cohorts and the other um, classes. Yeah. My cohort, I think had 53 countries. It was really, really interesting because you get to hear different perspectives and how things work in different people's countries, dealing with different cultures. But I felt like Halt was really, really prepared. Mm-hmm. And it's also interesting. So you get to meet people from your own kind of background and then people from different backgrounds and see all the differences and see the commonalities. And that was a really fun experience. Was it was it difficult relating to people from like, a, you know, maybe if you'd met, never met someone from, you know, Japan, for example, was it mm-hmm. was it difficult in terms of, you know, relating to someone from a different, a, 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 you know, completely new place? Or did you find that that was something that you naturally, you know, with the way that the whole community was set up, it was easy to meet and speak to different people? Oh, yeah, it was so easy. And I think. As MSCs, the social business people, we thought we were the friendliest cohort. Like, we're just <laughs> open-hearted people. So mm. it was really easy. And also because living in San Francisco, you have a lot of roommates. You have to learn how to deal with different people from different cultures. So I think within the year, I had a roommate from Belgium, from India, from Japan, and from Nigeria. And so we all have different personalities, different foods, different styles, like what you think is normal is completely different. But Mm -hmm. the wonderful thing is when you're open-minded and when you're in a community like HALT, it's so easy to ask and to learn from each other and understand each other. It's not about difference and segregation or dividing. It's about like understanding what we all have in common. And I think most of us came to, I think there were like three Americans in our whole class. So most Mm -hmm. of us had come to America for this. So we had the same experience and it really was like a bonding effect. So it was really easy and fun to like learn from each other and Mm -hmm. see the different cultures. And even in the schoolwork, you had cases from different countries, companies from different countries, and everyone got to like speak up and describe how these kinds of like whatever the topic of the week was affects them in their country or examples from their country. So it was really interesting and a fun experience. I think as Africans, I, we struggled with timekeeping because <laughs> you use like a fingerprint sensor mm-hmm. to check in for class. Yeah. And after the first two weeks, I got called in for a warning because I was always like five minutes late. And I went to the <laughs> like registrar's office for the warning and it was just Africans in the room and we were all <laughs> getting the same warning. So it's always amusing, like the common things you have and then also the different things you have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then if we were to focus on the, uh, the the rotation, you said you did rotate to to Boston. So how, because that's not really something that a lot of schools offer, um, you know, for your whatever generic university that you might go to. Um, so how was that for you in terms of being able to just go, you know, picking up still with the same school, but then all of a sudden you're now in, in Boston, which is a completely different environment. And obviously the, there's a stark difference between the West Coast and the East Coast. Um, I loved how seamless it was. I think when people do exchange programs, it's such a huge transition. It's like moving schools all over again. But because yeah. you're already in the health system, you know how things work. It was easy. And also it was really fun to be in Boston. Um, it was summertime. It was a busy campus. Boston has a whole different scene from San Francisco. So the mm-hmm. kinds of places we got to go, the conferences, the events, the meetups, it's a whole different understanding. And I think it was really cool to experience so much in such a short period of time. Cause also this all fits in one year. So it's yeah. so intense. 
like i think that's the well i was also starting a business at the same time i was in school but i think it's the most like intense time of my life that i went through because mm-hmm. it's just you're so busy between classes and like your team meetings which is all the time every day because mm-hmm. you have to do everything together and then you still have to like read and research and you still have to have fun and you still have to go to events and make mm-hmm. the most of living there so it's a lot to fit in but i think the different cities were chosen well and they have a lot to offer okay and then in terms of all of the people that you met on 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 both campuses when you, when we talk specifically about networking and meeting people were you able to create some some valuable connections through your studies Oh my gosh, yes. I think what helped me and I might have an unfair advantage is mm-hmm. by doing halt prize, we were yeah. being pushed so much to like start this company, start this project and like grow Mosana. So mm-hmm. you kind of leave all pride and shame at the door and you just are ready to like network your ass off and like send yeah. emails, call people, go to conferences. I think it's something that we were prepped for in the first few weeks mm-hmm. and I don't remember who said it. Maybe it was in career counseling, but like even with some of our casework, we had to call real companies for like yeah. our wor- work and like so you get used to sort of introducing yourself and asking questions and putting yourself out there and I think that's a really really helpful life skill because it's about the practice of knowing that you need to ask people for help. You need to be able to explain what you want, who you are, send professional emails, be friendly, be polite, be on time. Like mm-hmm. I learned so many things about networking that I still use today and also the network that you open up to because your professors they are so helpful. They know yeah. so many people. They're so happy to do introductions. The whole like career team, other halt alumni, like the network is really really great. Um I did all the classes on like LinkedIn profiles and how to make your profile good and it's helped me so much. So like your network just explodes. Mm-hmm. I actually remember while I was at business school, one of my friends in Kenya sent me an email saying, "I'm thinking about doing an MBA. Do you think it's worth it?" I was like, "Oh my god, you have to do this. Like it's like a big secret no one wants to tell you, but just <laughs> from the networking alone, it's worth mm-hmm. going to business school." And mm-hmm. the academics and everything else is like great as well, but the yeah. amount of people you meet in different situations and circumstances it's it's like nothing else absolutely absolutely agreed you mentioned you mentioned the halt prize what what is that what did you guys do for 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 halt prize so what was it and then what did you and your team do um the halt prize is a social business competition and it's the biggest one in the world so it's not only for halt it's for all university students around the world every year they announce a challenge something to do with different people in different backgrounds socioeconomic challenges that affect every country yeah. in the world and so yeah. every student team has to pitch a business idea that would solve the problem and so they have like different rounds on different campuses around the world and what was cool was halt gets to host the regional competitions yeah. so as a halt we were the halt san francisco winners for our school but okay. then the regionals came around San Francisco so all these teams from around the world came to our campus and we had this whole busy weekend of pitch competitions which was really fun mm-hmm. and this is actually where we started Mosana Carts so mm-hmm. we won our regional competition and we made it to the finals which were in New York in at New the York, Clinton yeah. Health Initiative like annual conference so we had to do our final pitch in front of a thousand people and it was like important people like presidents <laughs> and like Bill Clinton and Muhammad Yunus and mm. it was very intimidating but also very exciting and yeah it's a really really interesting process and that's actually what I was doing in Boston for my last rotation mm. 
I didn't have to go to class like everyone else because we were doing halt prize. We were focusing on the business the whole time. And our last project, I think it's a capstone project, was yeah. about our company. Mm. So our halt prize team was essentially our final team and our, and our final group for our academics as well. So it was a really cool experience. And as social entrepreneurs, we had to do it. So it worked mm-hmm. out really well. Okay. No, fantastic. Fantastic. I, I think especially that last bit about Halt Prize is going to be one of the things that, you know, for any student who wants to come to Halt, I would always, always, always encourage them, you know, do dig in, do a bit of research and digging into what the Halt Prize is because it is a fantastic initiative because like you said, it's socially driven. It's not just, oh, okay, create, you know, come up with a business idea that makes money. It's you need to positively impact, you know, um, you know, people that need that in different communities around the world um, and putting the world's best minds together. That's the best way to go about it. Um, but finally, uh, what would you say to add as advice? So to any students that are starting this year, to any students that are thinking about coming to HALT, um, you know, what would you, what would you say to them? The one or two things that would really, you know, you have to know this before you start. Um, firstly, I would say do it. I think it's a really great investment because it changes who you are as a person and it really prepares you for the greater things in life, especially if you're thinking about business, social business. Mm-hmm. It's a really helpful journey. It's so great to have peers who are going through what you're going through and are from all over the world. So you have such a rich like class and it's so much knowledge that you get. It's more than your average university, I think, because of the diversity. That's such a huge factor. Yeah. What I would say is the best advice um, you make, make good choices. I think mm-hmm. it's so easy to tell young people, like make the most of your time, time flies. And like, yeah. I got told that a lot and I didn't really get it because when you're young, it doesn't feel that way. So <laughs> what I would say is life is happening to you every day. So you're not going to get these days back and you're not going to blink one day and be this successful person that you want to be. It's about exactly. the small, small choices you make every single day. It's about whether you're going to walk up to that person at a conference, whether you're going to go to that party or you're going to study or whether you're going to attend a conference or how you are with your roommates or with your friends or with your professors. It's about all the small choices you make every day. And I think what helped me was I read this book before going to business school called Cases and Case Studies and Cocktails. And it was a really fun book about preparing yourself mentally for business school and what to expect because mm-hmm. I'm a planner. But... <laughs> I think it helped me to understand that my time is going to be precious. I was doing a one-year master's, which means everything is going to be accelerated. So it is very intense. So you have to be intentional. Otherwise, the time will just fly and you won't do all the things you want to do. So think about what's important to you, what your intention is, what you want to achieve. I had lists of all the places in California I wanted to visit, of all the kinds of conferences I wanted to attend, of all the kinds of people I wanted to meet, of all the companies I was interested in. I like prepared all that so that I knew I'm going to make the most of this year. And it's about the small choices you're making every day and putting yourself out there, sort of saying yes to opportunities, giving things a chance, just going and seeing what it's like. If you don't like it, it's fine. You know, at least you went, you tried, you spoke up, you asked the question, you met the person. And I think that makes the experience very, very impactful. Okay. No, that's that's absolutely amazing feedback. Uh, I'm, I'm really glad that you, you know, you, you said what you said, because a lot of people, you know, take that lightly um, and they think, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm here for this and that. But, you know, these are the, the, you know, the fundamentals that, you know, will jumpstart 
a really, really successful year if you're looking to get into, you know, your, your master's and your tertiary studies. Um, mm. And with that, uh, Natalie, thank you, thank you, thank you so much um, for spending, you know, the last 20 minutes with me uh, going over your heart experience. It, it, was, it was really, really great to hear from you. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. And uh, yeah, with that, it has been another episode of the Experience Heart podcast. And uh, thank you so much for listening from me and Natalie. That is it. Goodbye. Hey there. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. There's a lot of exciting episodes coming up, so be sure to subscribe. And if you'd like to learn more about how to apply to one of our programs, please visit halt.edu forward slash podcast to get started.